Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing? I'm so thrilled that you're joining us today for episode number 30 of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. Uh, We're just really plugging away almost halfway through 2023. Um, We are really excited because we got a good guest today. And uh, I'm going to introduce him shortly and want to, first of all, tell you a little bit about what he's doing. He's the founder. He's the CEO of GreenPal, which is an app used to connect homeowners and property owners with landscaping companies. Uh, He is out of Nashville, Tennessee. And he's a really, very brilliant mind on business in general. He's Mr. Brian Clayton. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Arthur. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Very thankful to have you. And uh, wanted to really dive into all the stuff that you've been doing over the years. And I guess since you, you, you mentioned to me before the show, you actually got started with your business at the age of 15. That is a, that's a young, ripe age to get started. So tell us a little bit about that story and how you got to where you are now. Yeah, well, yeah, I started my first business, my first lawn mowing business when I was 15 years old, and it was not by choice. Uh, my dad got tired of watching me play Super Mario Kart all day and said, <laughs> uh, hey, get off your butt. I got a gig lined up for you. You're going to go mow the neighbor's yard. And that was a uh, direct order. It wasn't, and I wasn't living in a democratic household. So he made me go mow the neighbor's yard. And luckily he did because after that, I got paid like 20 bucks for a half hour of work. And I thought, this is amazing. This is where it's at. Uh, And so the first thing I did was pass out a bunch of flyers after I got done. And um, I got 20 customers that first summer and I never looked back. And I started, kept growing that little lawn mowing business all through high school, all through college. And when I graduated college, I had to make a decision. Was I going to be a lawn guy the rest of my life or, or, or go into the job market? I didn't really want to be a lawn guy, but I thought maybe this is my lane. You know, maybe I can turn this into a big business. And, and uh, I made a little business plan and uh, over a 15 year period of time, ended up growing that into a, 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 a good sized company, uh, 150 people, uh, over 10 million a year in revenue. And then it was acquired in 2013. And so, you know, Growing that business, just me and a push mower to me and like a hundred some odd trucks going out every day. I learned a little bit about how to get a business going, how to how to grow a, a service based business. Wow. And that's it's funny because we always think about the stories about, you know, when we were young guys, we wanted to go out and mow lawns and make a little extra money. And you stuck with it and you actually poured into the business and grew it to such a massive level. Whereas a lot of other guys, maybe they just didn't have that entrepreneurial you know, drive or something, or they just moved on. But what's something that helped that really got you into that 
transition of growth? Did you have a mentor? Did you have somebody help you get to that size and, and level up along the way? Yeah, it's a great point. When you grow a business, a service-based business like that, you, uh, and I'm sure your audience can empathize with this, you, you make a, a certain amount of net profit uh, in the early days. And then let's say you want to get to the to the next level. There's going to be a long period of time where you're going to make about the same money or less because you're reinvesting all of the money back into the business, growing it, you know, building the systems, hiring uh, staff, uh, buying equipment, things like that. And so that was kind of the, the leap of faith almost uh, to, to grow that business to the next level. And I think a lot of it was, I just had a chip on my shoulder. I, I wanted to build a successful company. I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And then as time went on, you know, what got to be fun was the people that worked for the business, uh, kind of my family and watching them prosper alongside of the business was a lot of fun and very rewarding for me. And, and so uh, that was, you know, what, what fueled me in, in those days. And, and still still to this day in my second business, Green Pal, it's, it's a lot of the same things. And, uh, you know, looking back, I'm glad I didn't give up. There was a lot of lot of periods, you know, growing that company that were really tough. And I'm sure your listeners can empathize with the ups and downs of, of growing a, a home service based business. But but uh, it, that's what makes it rewarding. You know, you, you, you know, you look back and like five, 10 years later, you're glad those things happened because it made you a stronger, better founder. Yeah. And that, that, that's always key, right? When you have that internal um, drive and that feeling of rewards, and, and obviously you are, it's really powerful to you to, to see others rewarded. And um, that's, of course, involving your family too. That's just a really great way to be built. And some people are just wired to really have that passion. Um, and I can, I can tell you got it. Brian. So let's, again, you mentioned Green Pal. We've mentioned it a couple of times, I guess, at this point. Can you tell us uh, more about Green Pal? So when when did you start it and how did you come up with the idea? Yeah. So uh, when my business was acquired in 2013, it was bought by a national company. Um, you know, I took some time off, took about a year off and started reflecting about what I wanted to do next. So I was still a young man. I was only like 33 at the time. And and I thought, what am I going to do now with my life? And I started to realize that my business was the thing that was causing my life to be interesting. And that was gone. And so I, I needed another business. And I thought, well, uh, you know, why can't somebody build the Uber for lawn care services? I saw what Uber was doing for ride sharing, what Airbnb was doing for, for staying on somebody's spare bedroom. And, and I thought, why can't somebody build a platform like that for this industry that I know? And I thought, well, why can't that be, be me? And uh, I thought, well, how hard could it be? And uh, it was it was kind of naivete as an asset. I didn't really understand the challenges of building a tech company, but didn't let that stop me and recruited two co-founders. And we got to work on, on the idea of building an app where a homeowner should just be able to order a lawn mowing service as easy as ordering an Uber or ordering something on Amazon. And uh, the first year, two, three years were really, really tough. They were kind of a slog figuring out how to make it work and figuring out how to write software and figuring out how to how to how to build a software product. But uh, little by little, we just made incremental success. And, and, and now GreenPow is like a 10, 11 year overnight success where we're now nationwide in the United States, several hundred thousand people using the app to, to order lawn mowing services and and uh, kind of the way we got here was just by not giving up. And, and we had we had a vision, my co-founders and I, and, and we just kept kept at it little by little, year after year. That's great. And it's uh, it's such a prime example of 
I, you're blending innovation and inspiration. You know, you're taking inspiration from other services um, that, that have seen massive success. And now you're seeing it. And it's just, it's really, really a, a brilliant move. Um, what are some ways that you think uh, some small businesses could maybe take a page out of what you've done over your, the length of your growth, you know, starting with the business, the landscaping business, scaling it to 10 million in revenue a year, and then now uh, implementing those those tech strategies, which you mentioned even before the show. Can you touch on that maybe on what you, how you think some of these smaller service businesses can, can integrate maybe a tech mentality into what they're doing? Man, that's a great question. So, so that was one of the things that was eye-opening for me after selling my, my landscaping company, you know, had 150 people, several thousand customers, um, 90 trucks, three, 400 lawnmowers. It was organized chaos every day. Running that business was very, very much hand-to-hand combat. And every day was just one ser- series of emergencies, one problem after the next. And I'm, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can empathize with that. They're like, hey, that sounds like my life. And uh, after I sold it, and, and, and went into the tech business, I started seeing all of these ways that I could have made use technology to make my former life easier, whether it be, you know, an inventory management system, a better customer relations management system, a better way to deal with customer complaints, a better way to do routing, a better way to handle phone calls coming into the front office, a better way to track sales through the sales funnel, a better way to to deal with uh, equipment maintenance. You know, all of these ways that I was kind of just dealing with the stuff shooting from the hip and uh, and not leveraging software, not not implementing systems in my business that were causing my life to be hard. And and I and I think today there's an opportunity for every small business owner, especially those in the home services business, to start thinking like a tech company. And I know it can be overwhelming where you can say, well, where do I even start? And I don't know the first thing about, you know, in introducing technology into my business. Well, just start small. Start with one thing. Start with your routing or start with uh, how customers call into your office, you know, or maybe it's, it's just your cell phone. And what happens if you're not there to pick up, you know, what, what happens then and, and, or, or, or tracking your sales process uh, from uh, first phone call to, to getting paid and, and all of the little things that, that start that go into point A to point B and just start to systemize it with technology. These days there's off the shelf SaaS products, which you, you can implement these things in your business and if you do that little by little over a year, two, three year period of time, the next thing you know, you wake up in a totally different world of now you have a business that's, that's more automated and it's more valuable and it's more fun to run. Um, whereas 90% of small businesses, particularly legacy small businesses, are operating like they're in the 1980s or 1990s or heck, even the 2000s. And uh, it's time to step your game up and start small and implement one little system at a time. And you might say, well, I don't have any time to do any of this stuff. Well, maybe you go into the office on a Sunday afternoon and take two hours a week and just knock out one at a time, do that little by little. And, and, and over a year, you'll, you'll wake up in a different world. Wow. And th- those are, that's powerful, powerful advice because I've, uh, I've, I've seen it time and time again, myself where these companies are just lagging behind they're they're really not getting on the wave of of using integrated uh you know strategies and that kind of thing and i i feel like uh people could learn a lot from you 
Um, and you it's, mentioned- it's, and it's everywhere. It's not just home services business. I went to the dentist last week. I walk into the I walk into the dentist's office, and they're like, "Here, fill out these forms." And they handed me a a, a clipboard with like nine forms to fill out with pen. <laughs> the same yeah. way we did it in the 1970s. It's like yeah. you should know who I am. I've been here 20 times. You should have <laughs> all of this stuff in a system, and it should be like three e signatures, like. That shouldn't happen anymore. So this is happening everywhere. And and uh, you got to start thinking about how do you make that customer experience more delightful, more seamless, more like Uber, Amazon, uh, you know, DoorDash, Instacart. You may not be able to deliver that exact experience, but you need to close the gap between the clunky pen and paper, slow, leaving voicemails, trading emails, text messages type of experience and that magical experience close the gap between the two. Yeah. Well, and uh, let me ask you this, uh, following up on those uh, statements, Brian, are you in any, are you considering moving, um, expanding beyond landscaping services or is there any, are there any plans in the future for the, for the green pal app or, or any uh, other kinds of apps that are similar to it? You know, we've, we've been at this for, I guess, 10 years plus, and it's still day one. I mean, we we have so much more opportunity just in this one industry. You know, we're we're doing, uh, you know, three, four hundred thousand uh, uh, transactions a month and several, eight, uh, you know, multiple eight figures a year in revenue. And it's a drop in the bucket. Uh, mm-hmm. The landscaping industry is like a $90 billion industry. So there's room for everybody. And, and we've got a lot of room to grow in this one use case. I think when you're running a business like this, you kind of, you need to be the best in the world at one thing. And it's hard to be the best at a lot of different things. And that goes for a tech business like mine, or, or even a, a, a small business. You know, it's like, what are you the best in your market at? Why would somebody choose to do business with you versus anybody else? And, and, and that, the answer to that question has to be compelling. It has to be, you know, because we're the most reliable, quickest, cheapest, fastest way you can get this done. It can't be we have a great logo and our employees, you, you know, wear, wear nice uniforms. It has to be a compelling reason. And it's hard to have a compelling uh, answer to that question if you're doing a lot of different things. And so for us, we're focusing on how do we make lawn mowing services and landscape maintenance services cheaper, faster, easier, more reliable, at the touch of a button and we still yeah. got a long way to go. Absolutely. And you know, I hear that time and time again, right? We make your strengths stronger. Don't That's worry right. about working on your weaknesses, make your strengths stronger, stay niched uh, if you can. And that's what you're doing, Brian. So that's a great, um, great thing to hear. So let's, uh, if we can, before we wrap up, if you can tell everybody, uh, I guess, is this an app? GreenPal can be downloaded on app store, Google play. And is that's there a right. website? Yep, let's go to greenpal.com. And if you're a contractor and you want to sign up, just scroll to the bottom uh, and sign up. Or if you don't want to waste time mowing your yard, just pop your address in and hire somebody to take care of it for you. Well, there, a lot of guys are probably like me where they, we just don't have the time to mow our, our own yard. So uh, I, that's a great opportunity to get in there and find somebody anywhere. I'm, I'm assuming it's across the country, right, Brian? Anywhere, That's right. Any yeah. Anywhere in the United States, if you live in a town with over 10,000 people, you can use GreenPal to hire somebody to take care of this chore for you. So you can then focus on your business. Okay. Well, that's amazing. And uh, I always like to do this before we uh, tie things up. I'm going to ask you a little fun question. So before the show, you said, 
I think you said right after you uh, you sold your your previous business, you did a little traveling, right? You said you spent a year traveling. So, what is your favorite place to visit? Oh wow, it's hard to say. Uh, I really, really like Latin America. I love Argentina and and down there in Patagonia, south way, way, way South America. That's a beautiful part of the world. Also oh, yeah. love Spain. Uh, uh, I, I, I love uh, anywhere where there's good food. Are you uh, you an outdoorsman at all? Yeah, I, I love the I love to hike. I love to do a little bit of light, light, light mountain climbing, and uh, love camping. So yeah, I, I love getting out into the into the into the wild a little bit. Not too much, but just enough. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, I've heard the fishing in Patagonia is pretty amazing, and the hunting too. So oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> well, Brian, man, I really, really appreciate you being on the show and uh, taking time with us today. And everybody listening, make sure you check out Green Pal. You can download the app on the App Store, Google Play. You can check out the website, greenpal.com. Get connected with landscapers all over the country. And uh, he's just been a great guest. Brian, I really appreciate it again. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. It has, man. It's been wonderful. Um, and everybody appreciate you tuning in for episode 30 of the home service, small business spotlight. We're going to check you next time and have a great week. Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the home service, small business spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.